This is episode number 81 of Hebrews in Exile with our honorable teacher, Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And we had the privilege and honor to be joined by none other than Ambassador Eleka Stagg and the New Life family in Palm Springs, California, to discuss their journey in being Hebraic and just to be around like-minded individuals who have a love and affection for Yahweh or Yahweh. So, without any further ado, let's jump into the discussion. Hebrews in Exile, you know what we do. Let's go! This is Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And this is Hebrews in Exile. You know, Sean, I, I always start off with this conversation, you know, Sean. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, you, I tend to, we tend to go to gravitate towards that a lot. Do, do, do you all know Sean? <laughs> <laughs> we are here in Palm Springs, California, with yeah. our congregation down here. And, and it's hot. Yeah, we've had, and this is the Shabbat. Yeah. And we've had an, uh, an awesome opportunity to share... Uh, with this congregation of people here, uh-huh. uh, what their rabbi here refers to as the temple. The temple, okay. And uh, it's been it's been great just being down here and and seeing them. I, I don't know, man. You what? Like I said, I mean, I I, I was really uh, elated to know that we had booked this time to come down here to to be amongst people that are part of the kingdom of of. Israel, a part of the dynasty, the empire, and just to be able to share and 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 come on one accord to know that, you know, there are remnants of Hebrews in different pockets of even the United States that prescribe to the full teaching in its pure organic form uh, the best way we know how, because we always continue to say it's about uh, progress, not perfection. And yeah, yeah, we are, yeah. I'm just elated to be with this group. This is awesome. New life. Yeah. New yeah. life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and not only, not only that, but to allow the people who listen to our podcast, uh, every week to know that there is, there are, uh, communities like us, uh, but you gotta you get you gotta find us. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. not we're not we're not sticking out there like a, you gotta find us. The the pureness and new life here in Palm Springs is a pure Hebraic community, uh, not like being accosted on the streets by the purple and gold people who don't have a clue. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you now, they don't have a clue. <laughs> yeah. But we teach we teach the pureness of the Torah of Mashe that the Most High gave to him to this opulent nation. Right. You know, you talk today about this opulent nation that, mm-hmm. that we are, and uh, it's it's unique to understand in the midst of even this diaspora how great we are. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. How great we are. And, you know, just to get our people who are gravitating to the Hebraic way of life to understand that, you know, you have to stand tall, Mm -hmm. you have to square your shoulders, and you have to recognize that you're part of the greatest people on the face of the globe. There is nobody like you. There is nobody who can compare to you, Mm -hmm. and there is no nation 
mm. that has the supreme power of the creator right that stands right. next to you on your side to uphold you right and right and mm -hmm. don't mess with his children i'm gonna tell you what i'm gonna tell you what that's that's right because you might find yourself in a hole somewhere don't look, looking looking up children. at dirt you know you know go ahead cuz the most high said that his eyes are oh. always upon Israel. That's right. I mean, I think it's very key to understand that when you have a pride in yourself and a pride in a community of of people that stand for what we stand for. You know what I equate it to? It's like, you know, when you see, and this, I equate, you know, back up in California, I mean, uh, California, like we're not all from California, um, in Sacramento, um, we got those evangelicals that are out there and what they like to do is they put the, the American flag and they, in the back of the pickup truck and they had a, the flags all over the vehicles and whatnot. And what is that? That is showing patriotism. It's not showing that, you know, um, um, like for most of Hebrew Israel where it's a religion, it's, it's, it's an issue. If you look to that and you look to that particular aspect and parallel that I'm trying to draw here, which is. Their patriotism is in the pride of their country and who they are. Yeah. And we need to have that same type of pride in ourselves. But again, we don't know that because we've been taught a doctrine that says the pride that you're supposed to have has been weak, is ineffective, and it's been done away with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you, yeah, and it serves yeah. you no purpose. So look to this dude who looked like he just got off of his surfboard, hair just flowing, glitter coming all off of him and everything, an aura behind him, and follow this guy. I don't know of any, see, I'm over here teaching again. I don't know any group of people, and I think I said this on the last podcast, which is when you look at the melanated man, even if we were to look and say that Jesus is God and he's not, at least have enough pride in yourself to gravitate to your ethnicity as it's related to text. When you look at Asians, I said this before, their God looks like them. Yeah. When you look at uh, uh, Indians and those people that are over in the Middle East, their God looks like them. Yes. Jesus looks like them, non-melanated people. So even if there was a manifestation of the most high in the flesh in the earth, which we know that the most high is a power, he isn't, doesn't manifest himself that way. But if he was, how come he don't look like you? Exactly. You should want to go at least gravitate in that vein. And that should be your gateway to understand. Look at these people that are in text. When I look at Moshe and I look at who he married, he married an Ethiopian woman. She was from the from the land of Cush. She was a black woman. Yeah. When you look at individuals like, OK, let's take a look at our ancestors that came out of Mitzrayim. They came off the north coast of Africa. I don't know if I look at the indigenous people that are there that have come out of Egypt, they don't look like they came off some island off the coast of Sweden. So they look like you and I. When you read about people in the book of Samuel, like our great judge and rescuer, Samson, yeah. they sent a woman after him, and he finally, after he was getting nagged and nagged and nagged and nagged and nagged and nagged and nagged, he finally gave up what the sources of power was, which was you cut off my connection to the most high because I'm a Nazir. I'm following the commandments of the Nazir and it made him weak. But what did he have? Locks. He had locks. Them things that y'all wear in y'all hair 
of what your ancestors used to wear. Yeah. So yeah. how do you yeah. sit there and tell me that this non-melanated group of people that are out here are supposed to represent me? Now, now, that's interesting that you said that. All right. Because in this exiled world that we live in, mm -hmm. uh, the non-melanated people don't want us to wear our hair like our ancestors wear our hair. That's right. That's right. They're trying to stop us from doing what gives us authority and power, reconnection to who we are. That's right. Because they still want us to be like them. Right. And we're trying to break away from being like them. But see, but see, what does this call come back to? It all comes back to our origin. It, it comes back to our origin and it comes back to an issue of you folk need to get yourself back into text and learn these folks. Y'all letting these charlatans come and let y'all go run, run y'all amok and y'all just letting it happen. And then you wondering why I'm got my hands up. I can't breathe. Yeah. In the street, yeah. getting a shotgun stuck down your two front teeth. Yeah. Don't complain when the most high put his foot on your neck, trying to get you to turn back. I just need to stop. You looking over here. I'm like, boy, you don't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know, you know we gotta you, get somewhere. Yeah, we gotta get somewhere. You know, you and I will get you and I will get started, and <laughs> and they'll be like, you know what? And what we have for this for this for this segment will, will be will never will never happen, right? So uh, we, we need, but but you know, the interesting thing about all this uh -huh. is to is to recognize that 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 we are people of the Most High. So here I am in Palm Springs, California. I've got Koenim uh, Aleka Stag here with me, and uh, we're 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 going to talk. Hey, Koenim. Shabbat Shalom, Rabbi. Shabbat Shalom to you. Glad to be with you today, man. Down here in your hot city, man, it's a hundred and what today? It was a hundred and six yesterday? One hundred and five. My goodness, my goodness. One hundred and five today. Uh huh. I'm so glad to be sitting here at Yodas. I mean, I'm glad to have you here with us today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me, man. Talk to me. What's up? Talk to you. What's up? I, you know, I feel blessed. As I said earlier, it's always to be a. It's always a blessing to be in your presence. Um, I love the company. I love the relationship because this is these types of relationships is one that I think everyone should cherish. We haven't had any like this. I haven't had a relationship like this. It reminds me of, of uh, over across the street when we used to talk to our elders and, and uh, they wanted us to be serious. But when we got serious, they said we was getting too deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and don't want they, they they didn't want to talk about that. And when we got too deep, they didn't want to explain what the text was really saying. They called it a gray area. That's because they couldn't. Right, right, right. And that's the reason why I love this because you have taught me and you have told me the truth, and it it blesses me to be able to stand in what I know now what I believe and who I believe I am. So I consider it a blessing every time I'm in your presence, in your company. Say, man, tell me something. Yes, um, sir. How how was the transition for you? When, when you first, you know, we got a lot of people that had to listen to that they're struggling with transition out of Christianity to this Hebraic way. How was the, how was the transition for you? 
the transition was hard. Ah. Coming out of apostolicity, uh, holiness, Jesus only. Yeah. You know, and so um, my situation, uh, it actually took me really about 15 years or so because I love to read. And when I started doing research, I started recognizing that there was something different about what I was being taught, the doctrine that I was given. And so as I begin to read and, and, and do my research, uh, uh, Sean, you and Sean were talking about the different elements of, of religion and how the different cultures have their uh, deities that look like them. I had a problem because uh, being in apostolicity, you had what I knew was there was three groups. You had the PAW. Uh, uh, you had the UPC. So PAW, the Pentecostal Assemblies of the World. You had the United Pentecostal Church. And then you had the Spanish Apostolics. Okay. Uh, now, because of the way that I did things, um, I like to read and I would talk about what we call the Old Testament. But a lot of people were uncomfortable with that because they weren't familiar with it. And so they would always ask me, um, how do you know this? I said, because I read. But here was the big problem. The big problem was is they didn't ask me that question with regard to how I got the information they asked me that question because they said I was black. How could I know this? Wow. And it kind of disturbed me because I figured, what did they tell us? There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. We are all one in Christ Jesus. <laughs> wow. And, 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 and we found out that that ain't true. I realized it was just like Jay-Z said. And I won't, <laughs> I won't repeat it on the podcast, but y'all look up his soul. <laughs> okay, I realized that it didn't matter how well I could preach or teach because I was still who they said I was. That was a problem for me. Uh, it, it, it hurt because I felt like that if I embraced their Jesus, then I should be okay, right? Yeah. And the mentality was, is there's levels to this thing. Okay. And, and the more you embrace our way, you become more like us. That's what they present to you. Okay. Over the pulpit, but behind closed doors, it's, it's not like that at all. Right, 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 right. And so I, I was having a, 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 a problem with that transition. So I started looking up the different religious figures and I noticed that uh, uh, the first Jesus was black. That's what I noticed, that the first Jesus who they presented was black. Well, now, 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 if the first Jesus you saw was black, and we grew up with pictures of, uh, of the white Jesus on our wall, uh, I'm going to tell you a fact, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. White folks ain't serving no black Jesus. No, no. So then there must be two Jesuses out there. Okay, it must be. <laughs> One's white, 
One's black. And one's black. And it all depends on you. And the majority so of now even. So got to ask a question. Uh-huh. Which one is you all serving? Which one is you all serving? <laughs> because most of our ethnic groups, our people, ain't serving a black one either. My point exactly. That's the point we want to make. Yeah. Right. Because we all grew up with with uh, Michelangelo's right. brother or whoever uh -huh. he was. That it he was painted. Simon Borgia. Yeah, who uh -huh. he painted and called. Yeah. This is, and he presented him to us as being, this is your Jesus. Right, right. And, and, and you know what that's as, that's as idolatrous as it wants to be. Because I'm going to tell you what, I'm gonna, while y'all was there talking, I got to jump in on this one. Because it does something else to our people as well, if you notice something. Is that because we have grown up with this idea and this image of uh, a deity being white. What we do as African Americans is we deify that race of people. So when you look at a white person, you're looking at somebody. Because I've had white people come up to me and say, well, why do you guys have to get up there all the time and talk about how black this uh, group of people is? Because when I go to the grocery store and I go to the end of the aisle, you got your white Jesus on the cover of Time Life magazine. The image of him is everywhere. And so what happens to our people is we tend to deify what we see. We de start deifying white people, which is it's taken away from where the truth actually is. I'm not saying anything against anybody who's non-melanated, but you have to get back to the fact of the subliminal undertones that are put and nested in within our culture that hold us back. We we as Hebrews, we can't even leave Christianity because of the fact that some white man hasn't co-signed for it yet. That's a problem. If yeah. I leave, then yeah. I got to, did, did they say it was okay? Does their history say that it was okay? Did their history say that it was a black man? You always looking for them for the answer right. instead of within our culture. So having that, that, that cathartic uh, 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 revelation uh -huh. about our, our connection to our people is tantamount to trying to understand who we are. I'm not going to say no more. Get back to this microphone. You know, you know what I say? It, it, uh, it's kind of difficult sometimes to deal with because just hearing that and even our community will say that it's racist and he sounds racist. Yeah. Um, but when you look at it scientifically, do you already know who the first man was? And scientifically, they have proven that. Scientifically, um, I—it's amazing because you were talking about uh, the different uh, cultures in the Middle East that uh, have their gods and their prophets after themselves. I just watched a documentary a, a, about a month or so ago uh, that says that the Buddha was changed. His features were changed from melanated, and I like to say melanated. I, I really don't like to be associated with a color, but I like to say melanated. But the features of the Buddha was changed from melanated to more Europeanized features. Still got it. <laughs> right, right. And the big lips and the, and the wide nose uh, and things of that nature. Uh, uh, my, my thing is, let me, let me get back on the subject here. Uh, uh, what happened with me is, is, I was feeling inferior because of what I had been taught in Christianity. Uh, uh, because I was feeling inferior, I began to pray. I had begun to pray. 
And as I begin to pray, um, the most high begin to lead me in scriptures. Um, he also began to cause me to, to build like a separation between what people were saying. Okay. And what he was trying to get me to. And so as I began to do more and more research, I began to find that there were fallacies and things that we had been taught. And I think the, the, the purpose of, uh, 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 my direction and going in the direction that I was going in, it was only because the most high wanted to get my attention. Um, I think about the scripture in Jeremiah that says the reason why that we are hearing what we are hearing today is because the most high allowed us to hear it. Okay. Mainly because we have tuned or attuned our ears to the most high's word. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 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 we have an innate, um, um, not just a desire, but we have something innate within us that says that, uh, the, the scriptures that were written originally were written to our ancestors. And because they were written to our ancestors, the most high said that if you remember them, I will remember you. So it was an awakening uh, for me. It was still hard for me to transition to because uh, most of my family is apostolic. My wife, apostolic. So when I begin to transition, I had to think about how could I present this to her? I wasn't thinking about everybody else. But I knew how she was raised, okay? I knew how I, I married into her family who was six generations. I think my children are six generations uh, 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 Pentecostal, okay? And so I had all types of things going on in my head about breaking tradition, <laughs> you know, uh, um, you, you, you crazy, you a sinner, you, you all these things. Uh, uh, but I started looking into the, uh, uh, scriptures, the history, uh, 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 of the, uh, uh, the word. I also, there was a minister that helped me out un, un, unbeknownst to him. Uh, he gave me dictionaries on New Testament theology. And as I began to study those books on the dictionaries on New Testament theology, they didn't direct me towards anything Hebrew. So once I begin to dissect that, I learned that there was a further problem that I had to research because everything in the dictionaries of New Testament theology led me to Greek mythology and Egyptology. Well, now say it again. <clears throat> you know, it's interesting to understand that nothing mm -hmm. in that book across the street uh -huh. are at the behest of the most high. Mm -hmm. Y'all got to hear me now. And you got to hear me. You got to hear me. Nothing in that book across the street has the blessing of the Elohim of Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Mm -hmm. The text says, I am not a human mm -hmm. that I should lie, lie. or change my mind all right so when you finally get to a point of deducing what's in that mess mm -hmm. you find out that it's a lie mm -hmm. and the most high is not associated with a lie i need you all to hear me now i really need you to hear me the elohim listen let me put it let me put it in a context that mm -hmm. if you're listening to this for the first time you can understand because mm -hmm. I don't use the term God. 
God right. is associated with things that are heathen. So mm -hmm. I don't use the word God. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to do it in this context so that you can hear me. The God that you love, if that God is the creator of all things, and you believe that he created you, that God is not a liar. Mm -hmm. And that Greek document across the street mm -hmm. is filled with lies. lies. And just because you don't have anybody to teach you and you don't have anybody to show you, it doesn't, it doesn't negate the fact that it's a lie. Mm -hmm. The hardest thing to, to dismiss yourself from is a lie that you have heard all your life and somebody comes along and tells you something different, but you've heard this all your life mm -hmm. and it's difficult for you to transition out of that into truth. Right. Right. Now you've just heard uh Kohanin Aleka tell you from Greek studies, from books, it's mm -hmm. a lie. Right. Right. Uh, um, and most of, well, I can't even say most of that. Um, we were, when we began, after I was able to, and, and here's how I did it, Ravi, because I was pastoring, you, you know, ministering and teaching. I was too. And so what I did was I learned to season. <laughs> I learned how to season. Okay. <laughs> I gave a little bit here. And a little bit there. Okay. Because I wanted to see how the people would respond. Yeah. That's okay. the message that was wise. Uh, uh, one of the uh, uh, the last preacher uh, who was here, he told me, uh, when you're preaching, he says, close the door. I said, why is that? He said, because we were looking out one day, and he says, if you open that door, he says, somebody sitting across there with a gun got a clear shot to who's ever in the pool pit. <laughs> <laughs> And so, and so I, you know, it, that didn't bother me. What bothered me was, is, uh, uh, the break from tradition. Yeah. Because there are some zealots out there. Yeah. That will take it upon themselves. Okay. To do you bodily harm. Yeah. You know, you know, in light of that yesterday, I'm flying up on the plane. Mm -hmm. I got this young lady sitting next to me. She's asking me all these questions and, you know, I, I can't hear, so I don't know how loud I'm talking, mm. but I'm noticing that the two gentlemen across the aisle are doing like this. He looking on, <laughs> listening up. They, they, they bending back looking and one of them, one of them doing that one and going, he looked at me, you know, gave, they, gave, they gave me that look. I said, oh, they must be hearing what I said. <laughs> Particularly I said something about, I said, you know, Christianity is 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 the root seed of Catholicism, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and if the if the seed is corrupt, right, the root is corrupt, mm -hmm. and I don't care if you call yourself Christian, non-denominational, uh -huh. I don't care what denomination you associate, you're mm -hmm. part of that corrupt tree. Still come on, and out I'm of Catholicism. saying, well, you know, Catholicism is mm -hmm. corrupt. Mm -hmm. Gentlemen, look back, you went, look back, you went, looked at me, gave me one of them funny looks, and I'm saying to myself, I must be talking loud. <laughs> then my spirit said. What you, what you say, Sean? What you say, Sean? Shout, shout speak loud. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. 
Spare speak, not. Speak loud and spare not. So <laughs> I said, well, heck with them. They need to hear this. Right. Your mess right. is a mess. Right. Right. And, exactly. I'm, and, and they're looking at me, and I'm talking to this woman who, to them, looks white. Mm-hmm. And finally, she says to me, she says, well, uh, she looks at her skin. She says, well, I'm not all that, not all that white. Mm-hmm. And so I said to her, I says, well, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, Hebrew Israel has problem. Mm-hmm. Is that a problem all the time? Mm. I said, we will procreate with the nations. <laughs> I says, that what's, that's what, that's what makes the prophecy that the Most High gave to Father Abraham mm-hmm. that we be as great as the stars of the of the sky and the mm-hmm. sand of the sea. All right. Our exile is to bring procreation, connect Israel to mm-hmm. the nation. So we procreate. I said, don't be surprised. You probably got some Hebrew in you. All right, all right. I said, and the fact that you're talking to me this way uh-huh. says to me right. that you probably have some Hebrew uh-huh. in you. Uh-huh. Otherwise, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's 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 a blessing right there. Uh, just thinking about that, you you never know who you're talking to. That's why it's important for you to stand sure on. Well, not necessarily stand sure, just to be confident and not worry about what people are thinking. Yeah. And so, in my research, I I, I begin to learn these things about the the uh, Greeks and the Romans, uh, uh, um, and I track my steps uh, back. Uh, and as I said, the dictionary on New Testament theology did not point me towards anything Hebrew. The problem with that is, is one, we were taught that the foundation was Hebrew. Yeah. Yet in our churches, we didn't talk about anything Hebrew. Yeah, I mean, how how you gonna quote how you gonna quote and say all scripture is y'all breathe and valuable for correct for, for right living and correcting and truth, but yet you don't you don't follow anything that's there right you don't follow the foundation how do you follow the foundation you go back to the foundation yeah how do you get truth you go back to the foundation okay you going to mcdonald's or mcdowell's (laughs) 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 mcdonald's see mcdonald's got the big mac we got the big mick You copycatter. <laughs> yeah, 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 and and that's what they have done. Uh, 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 but you know, I, I've 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 learned when I begin the season uh, uh, this way, people started listening and they started hearing. The problem is, is as Sean says, speak loud and spare not. Yeah. When you begin to speak loud and with confidence, yeah. Uh, 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 you begin to uh, how do you say it? Uh, uh, the the what people have is a fear of accepting what truth is because there are so many, the masses around have told us for so yeah, long yeah. that we can't follow what they call Old Testament. Okay. You can't follow Torah. It's been done away with. Yeah. Okay. And so that was the problem that I was having, but I began to do my research. I began to put it out here and there to see who was listening so I could know what direction to go in. Okay. And the most high was leading me all along, yet I did not, I had no idea. And in fact, when we got here, before we got here, uh, I was praying and I'm one uh, 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 that likes to fast. And so I was fasting and the most high began to speak to me. And he says, tell the people it's time to come back home. Ah. And I says, what? He says, tell the people. Now, 
mind you, I was not here at this building. Yeah. I was in a warehouse, uh, 800, probably 600 square foot where, uh, warehouse in Palm Springs, the most high. To, he, here's what he told me exactly. Tell the people to come home and issue a period of rest. I didn't even know what rest was. Shabbat. I didn't, I didn't know it. And so I started calling up different ones. Osai told me to tell you to come back home. Listen to the prophetic words. Mm-hmm. Listen to the prophetic words in Davarim chapter 28, closing mm-hmm. stanza. It is from this place that I have exiled you, Mm. that you will search for me and you will find me. Yes. It is from this place, this exiled place, these exiled nations that I have put you in. Uh It is from this place that you will search for me Mm -hmm. and you will find me. Right. I'm listening to what you said. Mm -hmm. And that's resonating in my mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's time to come home. It's time to get back mm-hmm. to the state that I made for you, mm-hmm. even in this exile, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a state of rest. Mm-hmm. What rest? The Shabbat. 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 The Sabbath. Shabbat. Man, man, that's... That's, that's, that's awesome. Right. That's awesome. And so as I begin to call different ones and you know, people are visual. And so as I'm calling different ones and they see the location that we're in, in a 600 square foot building, they're thinking that this can't be the place. Why? Because they have this building here that was so big, okay? But we got a call about four months later, four, five months later, saying that the keys are yours. Come get them. And their words were, my season is up. Wow. My time is I get these words from these Christians all the time. Come on, come on. Your season, I heard God speak and say that your season is up. He's going to do a new thing in your life. You're going to have a new season. Well, see now. Shabbat. There it is. There it is. Now, that's the season. Yes. That's the change. Yes. 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 And that was the call that was uh, uh, made to me, and I was confused. One thing I knew that I had been praying, and I knew that the Most High was speaking to me and told me that it was time to transition. When I got here, I told the people, I says, can I say a word? Uh, I had a, a, a ceremony like Dawee. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have a public, he didn't have a public service, right? 
And so uh, uh, um, I was told that everybody was just to gather on that last Sunday and that would be it. And so the uh, 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 the leader here had an opportunity to preach the message. And uh, I, I don't even remember the entire message, but it was it was with the uh, 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 effort of handing over the keys. And so I said, can I say a few words? And he said, well, sure. And I says, OK, I got up. I says, uh, I don't even know if I can preach in this church. And everybody looked at me. Is he the right man for the job? <laughs> And I'm saying it's not that I can't preach because I have messages. I got messages set aside. I said, it's what does the most high want me to say? Because it's not about what my plan is. It's about the most high's plan. And when I got here, I knew that he had brought us back for a reason. And so when he brought us back, I told the people what the most high had told me six months earlier that he said it's time to come back home and to issue a period of rest. Well, we got the keys the following week. I didn't preach. I said, we're going to pray. And I said, what we're going to do is we're going to have a prayer revival until the Most High says it's enough. We had a four-month-long prayer revival here. And I remember one Sunday, and I still remember it vividly because everybody was afraid. While I was preaching and teaching, I said, the Most High is about to do something right now. And the doors opened up. And my deacon, he's looking around because normally he's by the door because he's watching. He says, you want me to close the doors now? <laughs> I said, no, don't worry about it. Don't close the doors. Don't close the doors. But. No, we're, now we're, Go we're, ahead. We're, we're, we're talking about actual. We're talking about actual doors. We're talking about actual doors. We're not talking about nothing spiritual. Here. We're talking about actual doors to the building that we're sitting in right now. We're talking about actual doors, and we're talking about a spiritual manifestation because there was a spiritual situation that was going on okay, here. Okay. Because but, of idol worship. But we're talking about literal doors. Literal doors opening up. Literal doors opening up. Wow. And uh, uh, from that point forward, things begin to change. I knew that I was able to speak the most high's word. One thing I've always done is I told the congregation that I didn't want to be like anybody else. I don't want to be like any other preacher that you guys have uh, sat under. I want to be able to do what the most high told me to wait, do. Wait, 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 wait. You, you don't want to huff and puff? I wanted the people to understand. Wait, 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 wait. You don't want to huff and puff and snort and 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 wipe your brow and and, and I've done it. Can I can I get some help? Is 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 there anybody in here that can help me? Uh, uh, <laughs> can you can you hear or what? I'm, you With mean my hand behind my ear? Wait, I've done you it. Mean, you mean you didn't want to do nothing? You didn't you didn't want to do nothing that? I I I I'm not gonna say I didn't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell, tell you This is funny. I have watched the series on Netflix. Uh-oh. Here we go. Greenleaf. And um, after I heard May's last message about New Beginning, in the back of my mind, I said to myself, you know what? Tore rubber preach. <laughs> right. I, I, 
can get up. I can get up and, and take Torah and and, and and you need to follow the commandments of the Most High. And, and let me tell you what they are. And you know, you I, I, that was right, all right, running right. in my mind. Right. <laughs> and I said to myself, if I go in the first tabernacle doing that, but they're going to look at me like I have lost my mind. <laughs> It ain't in my mind for a minute. Yes, sir. And you know why? And you know why? You know why it ain't in my mind for a minute? Because I said to myself, this is the kind of tomfoolishness that our people gravitate to. We're entertainers. I could do this and I can entertain you. And we can once again pack the building. Right, right. I could get a choir. Mm hmm. And and all and we could, we could get the dancing robes again and, mm. and 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 get the show going right, and right. take tour to that thing. Mm. And in the back of my mind, the Most High said to me, "Don't you corrupt Torah? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't mm -hmm. you corrupt Torah? Right? right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's funny that, that, that you that said that. But I mean, that's I, a blessing. I, now, I, I was there for a minute. I go, no, no, no. Sit your behind, back down, and do what I told you to do. Uh, right, right. Now, I won't say uh, 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 that I didn't want to preach. I know. Because you know how we get. Know, we get excited. I know. I know. Uh, but what I will say is this. I realized that I couldn't preach doctrine. Yeah. And that's what I didn't want to do. Yeah. And the main reason why, because in my conversations with leaders, bishops, apostles, they could not tell me what they called the hard things. They couldn't explain what the hard things were, and they would escape the conversation by saying, that's too hard for you. Wait, too hard for you. That's too hard for you. Well, yeah. you, you know, they meant it in a general sense. No, I, I understand. Uh -huh. I understand how they meant it, but the problem being is that because they are totally Greeked, mm -hmm. You cannot explain the hard things that are in our text mm -hmm. with a Greek mind. You can't do it. Not That's the reason why in Christianity, mm -hmm. you're not going to hear the things that you hear over this podcast. Right. You're not going to hear the kind of things that you hear on our YouTube channel because they don't have the wherewithal or the mindset to escape the prison uh -huh. that has them locked up, mm -hmm. which is Eurocentric Greek theology, right. which is the doctrine of our slave masters, mm -hmm. which the Most High said to Israel, I did not bring you out of Mitzrayim mm -hmm. for you to be slaves. Right. Exactly. You are free people. Exactly. Exactly. And once we return to Torah, we recognize uh -huh. how free we, we really are. are. Right. And that's, that's uh, uh, in a nutshell, that's where I was because all my life, I've actually dealt with this inferiority. Mm. I've dealt with it, with people looking at me, uh, um, you know, looking down on me. And you see, and I see the difference between the two of us mm -hmm. is to this very day, mm -hmm. I am five foot five mm -hmm. inches tall. Right, right. And most people listening to me on the podcast probably think I'm six four, so we'll just go with it. And <laughs> and 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 so they look at me as a little man. I never had people come into the congregation because they see this little short black man, they think I don't know nothing. Right. But I have always been of the constitution mm -hmm. that I have never ever cared 
about what anybody thought mm. about Robert All B. Right. Holman okay. Jr. Okay, I get you. That's don't, good. Don't and 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 you know what? Uh -huh. And since I've come this way, uh -huh. now I really don't care. Right, right. That's good. This because is, I'm a servant uh -huh. of the Most, Most high, high L. Right. And my job is to open my mouth uh -huh. and say to his people what his people need to hear, whether or not they want to hear it or not. Right, right. Now, with that being said, there's a few things out there across the street. One of them is 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 a broken vessel. Okay. And they give us this mentality of a broken vessel. Yeah, you're broken. Right. That you're broken. Okay. <laughs> and the most high will use you as a broken vessel. Yeah. Okay. However, the intent behind that is to get you to think that you can be no more than that. You can be used like uh uh Balaam's donkey. Balaam's donkey, uh-huh. Okay. That's the mentality that they give us. That's the mentality that they give us. And so I, I, I dealt with this. Most of the times when, when I encounter people, they always size me up. They always want to size me up. What are you? I worked with a guy for years uh, uh, um, at a cell phone company, and he, he was a white guy. And uh, I'm pretty good with figuring out what ethnic groups people are from. And I'll tell them. Talk to them if I listen to their their voice, you know, uh, uh, their vernacular, uh, 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 how is it, the way they speak, their accents. I'm pretty good with it. I watched a lot of TV. But uh, uh, um, after I worked with him for five years, when he was about to quit, he asked me, what are you? And I said, huh? He said, where are you from? He says, you're not white, he said, but you ain't black either. What are you? <laughs> and, and that, it began to confuse me, because, but it also brought me into reality about what people are thinking. And I begin to think about how this word is not bad, but how ignorant people are. And mainly because of they don't take the time or the consideration to do research and to even think about, you know, that uh, where people come from. And because of the way our minds have been trained, we stay along those lines. And the same thing with, with uh, doctrine. That is the reason why I did not want to uh, uh, be like someone else, uh, uh, the former preachers and teachers who were always preaching and teaching doctrine. The main reason why is because they could not tell us where their doctrine came from. And when they did, when you did tell them about it, they just said, well, I just believe. When you tell them about where their doctrine came from, when you gave them the roots of it, they just told you that I just believe. I just believe. And so that was my, that was a part of my transition. But I'm here now, and and uh, uh, so we we had been doing uh, um, different types of research for a while, trying to get to this. When uh, we actually found you by accident on YouTube, and in fact, it was my sister over in uh, uh, Maryland, D.C. She says, "Lika," she said, "I found some videos online. They said we Hebrews, and guess what?" The rabbit used to be P-A-W. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what you say? I got to check him out. 
Because <laughs> I had reached out to different ones. I'm not afraid to talk to anybody. I reached out to some uh, 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 Hebrew Israelites. I reached out to some uh, uh, um, some brothers who do Moors, uh, who are Moors, uh, uh, Muslims. And I like talking to people to find out where they're from. You were the only one who responded. And there's a reason for that. And there's a reason for it. As a because the Most High knows who to connect his people with so that they can grow and know. My daddy has a motto he used to say, it's a poor dog who won't wag his own tail. Mm -hmm. And mm. I, am, I am elated mm -hmm. that my quest from the Most High was to teach his people truth. Mm -hmm. And he brought me to that truth mm -hmm. so that I can teach his people truth mm -hmm. so that I could meet you mm -hmm. so that you could embrace mm -hmm. truth mm -hmm. and share it with the people that you know mm -hmm. as we expand further into this way of life. Because our task is to bring truth to the opulent nation mm -hmm. of Hebrew Israel so that they can wake up so we can we can get our heads together and get the heck up out of here. I mean, I so, mean. Thank you, Aleka. Yes. Appreciate you, man. I mean. Appreciate thank you. You. you got you got you yeah. got a sister in the house that that's gravitated to it. What's her I name? Do. Uh I do. Levon. Levon. Yeah. Well, I, I I need to hear from Levon. All right. Can I, All can right. I bring Levon up? Go ahead. Go Come ahead. on, Levon. I need All to right. hear from Levon. But thank you, man. I mean, I think yeah. our people need to understand uh how difficult this transition uh from where we are to where we're going really, really, really is. And uh you know, it's it's great to be able to share your testimony with other individuals out there that are going through the same uh, hardness of the transition of changing from Christianity to the Hebraic way. Now, the interesting thing about this is, is that transitioning to the Hebraic way is not being messianic in the terminology that's being used today. I am, don't, don't get it twisted. I am thoroughly messianic, but I'm messianic into a period of time in which that the Messiah is going to show up. And it's not this sixth day. It's the seventh day that belongs to the most high when we will all be back in the land and our King David will be king reigning forever. And the Moshiach, who was King David, whom the Most High said, King David will be my Moshiach, Messiah forever, will be our presiding king, and we'll rejoice in that time. You know, I've got with me now uh, uh, Levon Staggs, and, and uh, she has been a part of this congregation here in Palm Springs, and she has she has done an interesting thing. And I, I want her, I wanted to talk to you about it, and I wanted to share some things uh, from this work that she's done. Levon. Shabbat, Talk to me. Shabbat Shalom. Um, thank you for having me, Rabbi. I appreciate you. I appreciate my Cohen. Um, and I'm, I'm excited that you had him to be a part of this. Um, I was um, basically talking about um, transition um, and the shock of understanding that everything that I had known um, was not um, as it as it as it seemed. So um, uh, because of that and because of needing something to, to help to keep me 
um, grounded or has helped to keep me um, searching so that I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. Because when I heard all about Hebrew and, and the J, J, there was no J until, you know, it, it was a real shock to me. Oh, we took the J, we took the J out of the language. The J was out of the language. It's gone. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? Um, and you have to understand that. So it was, it was such a shock to me. It was like, wait, hold up. Uh, the, everything that I believe now is being challenged. Yeah. Okay. And so. And, and, and this, and this is where everybody is. You see, if you've been told a lie for so long and that lie is being challenged. Yeah. It works on your mind. You go, well, wait a minute. Yes. All these years I've heard this, and now I'm hearing this. Yes. And, and the question becomes one like, well, hmm. how come this person is the only person? I'm not the only person that knows this. I may be the only person that is as vocal and outspoken and loud about it because I want my people to wake up and know. Yes. I mean. I mean, yes, because um, this is this was something that was hard for me, and just to know that that whole transition, even in, even in my teaching, I teach in the public schools as well. One of the things we we're teaching about now is called chance and error, and the the way I define that and the way we look at it is that that information that you receive at some point there's a chance there might be an error in it, wow. and because of that then we need to do our research. And as we see new things come, wait a minute, wait then a minute, we wait, make wait, adjustments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, we we got to repeat that. We got we to gotta, we gotta go back and get that. <laughs> we got to go back and get that. Yes. In order to mm -hmm. understand mm -hmm. where we're coming from mm -hmm. and gravitating to truth, you've just given me something mm -hmm. to all to add to my repertoire of, of, of models. I mean, chance and error. Yes. If there's a chance... There's a chance there might be an error. Yes. If there's a chance, there's a chance that there is more than mm -hmm. likely mm -hmm. truth. Mm -hmm. But you have to you have yes. to delve, you, you have yes. to take the time to delve into the minutiae of stuff and uncover mm -hmm. the truth. Go ahead. Yes. And so in in that search, we have to we have to search and we um just on that alone, the timeline changed on everything. And when I look at my understanding, a lot of, so that information, if it's going to, I'm going to add more information on that, things are going to change. And there was so much information coming to me that was different yeah. than what I already had. Right. I was like, wait, I need to write this down. And people know me, I'm a writer. I write down everything. I'm sitting up here with tablets and stuff, pens. It's, it's what I do. And um, so I start writing and I'm writing this. I said, okay, I need to know about this. I need to know where did this come from? How did this get there? Why is there no letter J? Where did that come from? And um, doing the research, um, I, I did an outline. And that's how I got the book um, that I wrote. Um, uh, Tell was, us about the book. Tell us about the book. Um, the book is called Embracing the Way of the Most High. The, the way I remember it is the way. Um, walking in the Way of Torah. Great, great book. Now listen, listen, class. Embracing the Way of the Most High, Walking in the Way of Torah by yes. LaVon Stag Hunter. This yes. is a book. She's yes. going to tell you about it, and she's going to tell you how you can get your hands on a copy of this book. You need to have this. You need to have this. Yes, thank you. So the, the book was written to help keep me um, in line, if you will. And I'm saying that just to say that uh, 
give me that structure so that I know that, okay, because I, I, there was so much that was already in me, in my, in my brain, in my heart. I was teaching, I was teaching, uh, pastors and leaders this stuff, you know, I was, and, yeah, I know. and then I was even on the side of Catholicism and knowing that Christianity came from Catholicism. I was so close, but so far, yeah. chance and error. Yeah. There were things that were left out. Yeah. Okay. And then coming here and then hearing more of what what the scripture really is and it it helped me to see that there's 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 some things that i that didn't come to me correctly right there's some things that i have to research that i have to let go of and um you have mentioned it um uh, before where this is something that, I, that i've had for a long time this is something that i've lived with and so i needed to have something that i could continue to go to to say okay remember this Remember, we we went over this. Remember, this is where this happened. And I did the, the book as sort of like an outline for me to go by. And it, it came out as a, a type of workbook. Okay, so this is a workbook. It's a workbook. So you can you you, you can get this book. Yes. And this is this is a workbook that will help you to understand embracing the way of the Most High. Go ahead. Yes. And um, we're looking at um, how to, how to begin to embrace the way of the Most High. OK. How to how to uh, find a congregation that is that is um, a teaching the ways of the Most High. Oh, that's awesome. Um, dealing with community in that congregation, because uh, we know if you if you're with someone in a congregation, you're going to be like that congregation. Right. You're going to be like those people. Mm -hmm. in, and and then. Uh, the mitzvahs came up and it's like, wait, they're, they're telling us how to do things. They're telling us how to interact with each other. They're telling us how to interact with the most high. They're telling us how to live. And it's like, okay, I need to remind myself that, okay, I need to go to the mitzvahs and, and continue to look at them. So I do Fantastic. not have an exhaustive list of the mitzvahs. No, just a reminder that we need to go to the mitzvahs, that we need to follow that, that Fantastic. we need to stay with Torah, that we need to be with our own congregation uh, and our own community, our own nation, so that we can um, grow and be in the place where the Most High wants us to be for those blessings that he has for us so that we can walk into that land. Fantastic. Um, and, and I was just like, wow, um, I, I can't believe that um, all of this that I've, that I've remembered, that I've taught, that I've heard, um, is, 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 is incorrect. We go back to chance and error. Yeah. So now this is a part of my structuring, my new information so that I know that I'm on the right track. This is fantastic. This is fantastic. Thank you. Thank okay. you so very, very much for sharing with us. Now tell us, tell, tell, tell our people where they can get this book, how they how, how can they get this book? Okay. Right now I'm on lulu.com. Lulu.com. That's L-U-L-U.com. Yes. And if you go in there, just put that in, go to bookstore and type in uh, walking, put in the way of the most high. Okay. And it'll all, it'll, it'll come it, up it'll, there. And you can purchase it there. And you can purchase it there. Okay. Thank okay. you so much. Thank I'm so, you. I'm so, you know, I am so happy for you. I'm so happy for those of you that have made this transition because this is the rest of your life. This yes, way will guarantee your entrance into the millennial age, the messianic era, and out of it into the eighth day where the Most High said he's going to bring one third of us through the, through the fire. The goal is to make the one third. So thank you so much. You know, now I've got, um, I've got the, uh, I've got the, I'm, I'm going to use a Christian terminology because I want to have fun here. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. 
don't do it. The coroner says, I'm going to do it. We have the first lady. <laughs> we have the queen of this opulent dynasty here in Palm Springs, uh, 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 Valencia, who's going to share with us a few minutes here while we still have some time. We want to hear, want to hear from her. Uh, we don't use the terminology first ladies and we don't use the terminology bishop and we don't use the terminology elder and we don't use all those terminologies that are so affluent within Christianity because they're not a part of the governance of our dynasty that we're a part of. The most high has, has cohening he has levium. He has koanim and he has levium. And he has high high koanim, high priest. And that's not after the order of the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church stole that from us. So we are an opulent nation. And 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 Yah and Abraham, Abraham had a queen. And Abraham, if we're gonna have a bishop, if we were gonna have a bishop over this Hebrew nation, it would be Abraham. And he had an awesome queen. Her <laughs> name was Sarah. So we have, we have queens and, yes. and we're kings. And yes. We're, 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 we're those kind of people. Mm-hmm. Valencia, talk to me. Well, I'm, talk to the people out there. Talk <laughs> to me. What? Well, I'm, I'm excited um, to be a part of this podcast. As you were speaking of how we reference ourselves, um, I did share with my husband that I referred, I want to, I refer to myself as that Hebrew woman. That's how I refer to myself. Um, and so it's mm-hmm. it's just, um, it's exciting in knowing who I am. Oh, yeah. Very exciting. And I, I that's my conversation. Yeah. I love to speak of that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, as I was speaking about knowing who I am, I really focus on identity. When we first begin to really, really uh, study the scripture, uh, we spoke of identity and timeline. Uh Um, And so I'm glad to know who I am in reference of the scripture, Um, because a lot of times we read these scriptures and as we were speaking or sharing earlier, doing away or, you know, just forgetting about not really applying. the foundational scriptures is, you know, why are we speaking of that? Why have we been given that? Um, knowing that the foundation is very, very important. And so knowing who I am, that's, that's what I'm most excited about in reference to the scripture. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what? It's good. Good to, good to see you. Good to know you. Yes. Good to know that <laughs> the co-name here in this house has a queen that's standing beside him, helping him to bring forth this wonderful message Mm -hmm. that's a part of Hebrew Israel. Um, I lost my queen. I I miss her very, very much, but her spirit continues to keep me abreast and keep me on the white track. Glad to have you. Yes. Glad the people could hear your voice. Well, I'm glad to be here. Now I'm gonna. We're gonna talk to. We're gonna talk to the um, to the worship leader here in this particular house, uh, and her name is Hope. Uh, it's interesting <laughs> when I go back to thinking about 
your children here and having once again listened to this Netflix sitcom that I listened to all the way through, there was the the worship leader's name was Charity. And um, uh, the daughter, the daughter who had died that starts the sitcom, her name was Hope. <laughs> but this Hope is very much alive. And uh, <laughs> wow. she, she really something else. Talk, talk to me, Hope. Talk to me. Talk to the people. What, what is it? What is it? What has affected your life most about this Hebraic way that you have entered? Now, I want you to know something about her. Um, she is an educator. The family here are educators. She is a teacher at, uh, at the high school, mm -hmm. and uh, she is also a coach of the volleyball team there. She's very, very into it. So she's not sitting on the sideline, but to talk to me. <laughs> hey, Rabbi. <laughs> hey, Hope. What's up? Hey, nothing much. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and hey, people listening out there, you tell me to talk to the people too. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah. You're not just talking to me. You're talking. To, you're, you're talking to our podcast, our po podcast family. So go tell oh. us about it. Come on, what's what's going on with you and and, and the Hebrew way? Uh, me and the Hebrew way. It was quite interesting to start the transition because in school, my siblings and I, some of us, we took Latin in school. So in Latin um, and in other subjects, we learned about different things. And one of the things is that there was no J in the Latin alphabet. You know, there was no Julius Caesar. It was Julius Caesar with an I. So when we, a long time ago, when we were still classifying ourselves as apostolic, we would have dialogue and discussions in our Wednesday night Bible class services. And as we're doing homework, we're, you know, going back and forth, having a dialogue like, oh, I learned that in Latin. You know, it's this, this and this. So once we started to have the transition, it wasn't difficult for me to have that because I had already learned certain things from like history or in school. So for me, it just made more sense. Like, oh, OK, like I know that I learned that like this is easier to go by it's it's either this or that there's no in between you know and in christianity it was always like oh well you can do this or you can do that or well you did that well well that's okay like that's all forgiven and you could do everything all over again and still be forgiven so it's like what can we actually do and what can we not do you know everything was just up in the air up for grabs you could do whatever you want so when we came into the truth um it was it was simple Here's what you can do. Stay away from this. Right. You right. know, it's it's a it's a path. Walk it's, on this path. It's it, clear. It became a way of life for you. Exactly. Not a religion anymore. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so it was it was quite simple um for me and I love it. Well, good. Yeah. <laughs> so that's 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 hope. I know she has a whole lot more to say, but I want to thank you, Hope, for joining with us uh today and for uh Levon and Valencia and Kohanim uh, Stag, I'm happy that you have joined with us today in this particular podcast and, All these and been able to, to share the things that I know that a lot of you out there are still struggling with, and that's the transition from, uh, from, uh, from where you are to where you're going to be. We bringing Mama, Mama Stag's up? No, she over there shaking her head like, what in oh, the world okay. is wrong with y'all? Okay. I ain't trying to... 
Okay. You gonna come up there? All right. Mama, can Mama Stag? Can Mama Stag get up here? We're we're gonna we're gonna bring up we're gonna bring into to you just for a few words the uh, the uh, uh, um, the the uh, what is it? The not the matriarch. The the matriarch. Yeah, I'm the, the matriarch, matriarch. Yeah. here of the congregation here in Palm Springs, and she's 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 uh, got her she got her her walker. She's going to try to get up here and say just a few words to you because I need for you to hear the fact that it's not just young people or not just, you know, people, people of all of all ages are gravitating to this way that is called the Hebraic way of walking. Her name is Lula. Yeah. Mama Lula Stag. Right. What you got to say to us, Mama Lula Stag? Just a few words. Oh, come on. Talk to us. Um, when I heard about it, I was coming to church. I had been apostolic for I don't know how many years, but I was weighing it. I didn't miss nothing. I said I gave all of my good time when I could jump around and cut up mad crazy. There you go. I gave it to the wrong one. <laughs> 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 I didn't realize until afterwards. And I say, well, when looking at him, I said, they must be crazy. They done forgot about the other man. The other I said, man. Now, if anything else, I might go along with them. But I can't, I just can't lead this. Then here, come read a book. I start reading, I say, Look at that this year. I've been reading this all this time, and I didn't even pay no attention to it. I say, y'all said nobody should need no blood. And yet it's saying, this is my body. Take ye, eat ye, drink ye, this. I said, what in the world is this? I've been doing all these years. I'm thinking I'm doing right, you know? I said, this ain't right. I say, what? I had to think a while. I say, I say, well, you know what? I say, if Lee and Pookie believe in it, I say, I'm going to believe in it too. If, if Lee and who? Lee and Pookie. Lee and Pookie. Lee and Pookie. Lee and Pookie. <laughs> that's all. That's all. That's all right. Now, now we know. Now we know who Pookie is. <laughs> I'm a believe in it too. I say, cause they were so far in then apostolic. I say, if ain't nobody was, they was. I say, and if they get away from it, I can too. There you go. So I say, I'm gonna try it and I'm gonna see. I start going and reading stuff and listening. I say. Ah, now I'm going the right way. There you go. I just, I say, I was praying. I say, teach us a way, yeah. Send somebody to just to teach us the mitzvahs that we can learn and live by and go right, do right. what you want. And here come Rabbi with the mitzvah. I say, look at that, yeah. Look I, at ya. Yeah, I'm saying I'm this just what I need. I'm gonna send my sister one soon as I get it too. 
And that's all I got to say. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So thank you, sir, very much. Well, she didn't tell you. She bought six of your books. She bought six of the books. And she sent them to all her sisters and friends. Wow. Also, another thing is, is she didn't tell you that she was a very, she's a very avid reader. Uh-huh. And she's read the quote unquote Bible about eight times. Wow. So when she heard us teaching this and you teaching, it was easier to receive. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I want to thank Cornem Stag and uh, esteemed ambassador. Ambassador. Oh, excuse me, sir. Our ambassador, the, here, our ambassador in here in Palm Springs and and uh, his sister, Levon, and his, his wife, uh, uh, Valencia and his daughter and those of you, I want to thank you so much for contributing to our our opulent podcast. Mm-hmm. This has been Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And this has been Hebrews, Hebrews in, in Exile. exile. Shalom. Shalom.